0: Welcome to Passion Life Church. Good morning and welcome to Passion Life Church today. We're so glad that you're joining us. You know, I never take this time for granted. I love to connect with you all. I know right now it's just via, you know, Facebook or YouTube, but still, I believe God can do mighty things even through the internet. Come on, somebody. Right, listen, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like this video. You know, when you like the videos, it actually goes kind of at the top of the queue and we get more viewers. And if you're watching on Facebook, let's chat. Also, YouTube too. Today, you can chat on YouTube and it's, it just helps to engage. Listen, if you're watching us for the first time, welcome. You're our special guest and we'd love to connect with you. All you have to do is text the word connect to 951 951- and we'll connect like to keep you updated on what's happening here at Passion Life Church. You know, very soon we are going to be having our in-person meetings. We're going to be doing some outside services. It's going to be incredible. We want to let you know and keep you informed about what's going on Today we're gonna continue this incredible series, Stronger. And throughout this series, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be focusing on being stronger in every area of our life, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, come on somebody, and relationally. And we're gonna spend a a special Sunday on just being stronger financially. So I'm hoping that you'll continue to connect with us. But today, I really wanna focus on being stronger spiritually. Everything we do, my church family, requires strength. Getting up in the morning requires strength. Just to make it through the day requires strength. You know, I was talking with somebody this week and they were talking about how they're commuting from this area of Marietta all the way to Coronado and back almost four hours in their car plus work. I want to tell you, that takes Strength. Moms, you know, to do what you do takes strength, right? Some of you work full-time jobs and you're coming home, you're cooking, helping, you know, with uh, schoolwork. It all takes strength. How many of you know that? Relationships take strength. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that more. But you know, you don't really realize how vital strength is until you don't have it. But I want to encourage us today, and I want us to really realize that strength starts from the inside before it moves on the outside. And today, let's talk about being stronger spiritually. I want to ask you this question I wonder what it means for you. You to be strong in spirit. What, what does that mean for you? And why is that important to be strong in spirit? Well, your spirit is the real you. That's, that's the real you. Your spirit is the real you. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit. You know, I've heard people say, well, I have a spirit. No, you are a spirit. That is the real you. One day when you close your eyes for the last time here on earth, you're going to open it up in heaven. And that is your spirit. And God's going to give you a whole new body. But you are a spirit. You have a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. And you live in a body. Now, the Bible talks about in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. It says, above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of your life. You know, in the Hebrew, that word heart means your spirit. The Bible says, guard your spirit. You know, I love how the God's Word translation says it. It says, guard your heart more than anything else, because the source of your life flows from it. Wow, that's really powerful. The source of your life flows from your heart, from your spirit, the real you. So this is what the Bible says. You have to guard your heart, guard your spirit. Watch, everything flows out of your spirit. You know, oftentimes what can happen is when we don't feel like we're moving forward in life, we can, we can start to blame other people. And to be honest with you, it's not other people that are holding us back. Oftentimes, it's the condition of our own spirit. Come on, somebody. And here's why we need to be spiritually strong. See, your faith, your future, your freedom, they're all determined by the condition of your spirit. I want you to take a picture of this slide with your phone because that's powerful. Your faith, your future, your freedom They're all determined by the condition of your spirit. You know, I believe this is what made Daniel in the Old Testament such an influencer. You know, we know Daniel uh, because his story of being in the lion's den, how God shut the mouth of lions. But, you know, Daniel had so much more to his life than that moment. I mean, that was an incredible moment. But he was such an influencer. You know, that's a big word nowadays, influencers. You know, my wife looks at influencers on Instagram. Sometimes she'll come home with new products. The other day she came home with some new utensils and they looked really cool. And I was like, where where did you get these? And she's like, oh, you know, there's some influencers that I'm looking at and, and they're using them. So now we're using them. But Daniel was an influencer and it was because of his spirit. Look at Daniel chapter six, verse three. Then Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Wow, this is pretty amazing. What distinguished Daniel above people that had titles, the governor, was he had an excellent spirit. Listen, Daniel's opportunity and promotion came from the position of his spirit. So it's. I think this is actually incredible because the king looked and viewed Daniel. He stood above the rest because he had an excellent spirit. Now, when you look at the story of Daniel, the people of God were in Babylon at the time. They were in captivity. And so Daniel is becoming an influencer, he's getting promoted even in captivity. i, I tell you what, <laughs> that for me just tells me I got to value my spirit, right? Because it was having an excellent spirit that caused his promotion. You know, I looked up that word excellent in the Hebrew because I thought, what, what does that mean? And the root word of excellent means this. It means to be above, to be over, to be beyond measure to exceed the bounds, to be left over, to have left over, to have residue, to show access, to have more than enough, to make plentist. So the Bible says that Daniel had an excellent spirit. And I love that word excellence. I think it's so powerful. And it- actually to be honest with you what when you, a, a person a business is excellent it means that they exceed your expectations you know when people come to passion life church or come to church they have certain expectations I think sometimes you know when they look at the pastor they expect the pastor to be like on cloud nine right maybe he's not really human you know and that's that's kind of uh, a little outrageous because every pastor is human but I will tell you this there's certain expectations that I totally understand when they come to church they want to experience love they want to see Unity. That's why for us at Passion Life Church, we want to have an excellent. Ministry. When people come in, we don't want to just say, Hi, you know, hey, hey, we love you. No, what we want to do is we want to exceed their expectations. We want to engage with them. We want them to have a sense and really feel the love of God, not just something that we're saying, but this describes Daniel's spirit. There were the character of God was overflowing from his spirit. So when it came to his spirit, watch, Daniel just didn't have this, I want to receive enough for me type of mentality. My church family in 2021, we've got to move past this attitude of just enough. We're just enough. You know, just enough for me. A prayer, just enough for me. You know, scripture, just enough for me. We've got to move past that mentality of just enough and step into God's more than enough. Come on, somebody. Because remember what David said. He says, my cup runs over. Why? Because what's running over is to touch other people's lives. This is how Daniel lived. And I want to remind you. This is in captivity. This was a foreign king. This was not somebody that he would just had, you know, hey, you know, climbing the ladder of success, buddy, buddy. No, this was a foreign king in captivity. And you know what? He began to be an influencer. Why? Because of the condition of his spirit. And maybe you're watching right now. And to be honest, you feel like, man, I feel like all the odds are against me. I feel like I'm in captivity. You know what? Well, this should encourage us to have a strong spirit because a strong spirit will bring breakthrough in your life and it'll actually bring promotion. Come on, somebody. This is good today. So Daniel's spirit was overflowing. Excellent. Oh man, I love that. You know, and when you, when you think about it, everybody would love to have a friend like Daniel. Everybody would love to have something, man, that's somebody, you know, that I would love to connect with. Well, why don't we be that person? Right. And that's what we're doing today. We're talking about being stronger spiritually and the spirit. The spirit you have inside of you is the real you. Now, here's what I want to do today. I want to give us five ways that we can be stronger spiritually. Are you ready? Here's number one. If we're going to be stronger spiritually, we have to realize that my spirit is my responsibility. (laughs) What, Phil? I thought my spirit was God's responsibility. Phil, I thought my spirit was your responsibility. I mean, you're the pastor. I mean... I come to this church. I mean, you're responsible for my spirit. I'm not responsible for your spirit. I'm responsible to feed you the Word of God, but it's your responsibility to receive it and eat it. Now, I want to tell you, getting stronger doesn't happen by accident. It happens by being intentional about getting stronger, about taking responsibility for your spirit. And, you know, unfortunately, my church family, uh, you know, as a pastor, I think this area of you know being stronger in our spirit, just having this idea of our spirit and taking responsibility for it, many people just don't value it at all and it's it's the most important part of you and so you know proverbs twenty five twenty eight says He who has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. So the Bible is saying that when we don't rule our own spirit, we're like a city whose foundations have cracks in them. Or you're like a city that have breaches in the fortifications. And so you know what happens? You're open to every kind of imaginable attack in your life because why? You don't rule your spirit. And so here's what that looks like in the day-to-day when a person doesn't rule their spirit. They lack wisdom. They're unstable emotionally. Come on, somebody. And guess what happens if you don't rule your spirit? If you're not ruling your spirit, then something else will rule your spirit. And things can be ruling your spirit that God never intended to rule it. But the Bible says, We have to guard our heart. We have to rule our spirit. So here's what happens. A person who's strong in their spirit, they have protection in their life. They have confidence. You know, can I just give you today some indicators of a weak spirit? Because some of you may not really be realizing what's going on in your life right now. You know, if you're constantly feeling overwhelmed in life, right? Even in the small things, that's an indicator of a weak spirit. If you're constantly hopeless, I mean, you just feel like, man, I just have no joy in my life. There's just this strong desire to quit. You want to stop pursuing your purpose. That's an indicator of a weak spirit. What about this one? You've just become so self-centered. I mean, there's no lack of compassion. You know, the Bible talks about God has a generous spirit, a generous spirit. So a person who has a weak spirit. The Bible says that pride goes before the fall, the fall, right? And so pride is just being self-centered. A pride person in reality is a weak person. What about this one? Maybe you're short-tempered. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the men today. I'm talking to the ladies. You're, you're short-tempered. You're, you're, I mean, your fuse goes off. You can go from zero to 10 just like that. You're, you're short-tempered. You're touchy. That can be an indicator of uh, of a weak spirit. What about this one? You're easily offended. Easily offended. Man, that's not a person with a strong spirit. What about this? Because I think being fearful in this day, so many people are fearful. If you're worried on a regular basis, anxiety is like a part of your regular day. You know what? That can be an indicator that you need to be stronger spiritually. And this one. Man, I just fester, I always feel exhausted. Man, I'm just tired, I'm stressed out, I'm I'm, I'm drained, you know? And maybe you're experiencing, you know, the inability to really overcome and resist sin in your life. It's an indicator that you need to be stronger. But here's the great news, Isaiah says this, Isaiah said that God gives strength to the weary. And so I'm so glad you're tuning in today because that's what we're doing. We are getting stronger spiritually. Come on, put that in the chat today. Today. Say, I'm getting stronger today. We're making a decision. You know what? My spirit is my responsibility and I'm going to be stronger. Amen. Here's number two. If we're going to be stronger spiritually, we've got to admit our weaknesses because it's a portal to God's power. Oh, I love that. You know, in God's kingdom, what you have to do is you have to admit that you can't do this life in your own strength. And the truth is you can't. We, I mean, we just can't but we step into god's strength when we come to the end of our own see if you're you were you know identifying with some of those things that I was saying about a weak spirit, well, to be honest with you, the good news is, is that you realize I've come to the end of myself. I cannot do this. And that's when we step into God's strength. When we get to the end of ourselves, right? When we stop putting all this weight on ourselves. You know, I love the apostle Paul because he wrote, you know, two thirds of the New Testament and he wrote on grace, but you know what? He had some weaknesses there. I mean, and he admitted them. He had people that were persecuting him. And it was frustrating him. He was he was really upset and he, he asked God, he's like, Can't you just remove all this? And look what Paul writes, and I love this in the Passion Translation, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. God is answering Paul, and he said, But he answered me. This is God talking. My grace is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its full expression through your weakness. Man, I love the way that that is said, that God's power finds full expression in our weakness. So I will celebrate my weakness, Paul says, for when I am weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. So I'm not defeated by my weakness, but delighted right? For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made stronger for my weakness becomes a portal for God's power. I love that. Now listen, Paul admits his weakness, but here's what I love about Paul. He focuses on his strength. He admits his weakness Oh, Lord, I just I can't I can't handle this in my own strength. And God says, my grace is sufficient for you. And in that weakness, I'm going to pour out my strength. But Paul admits his weakness. But here's what I love. He focuses on his strength. You know, when we talk about admitting our weakness, I think there's a misconception about Christianity. And the misconception about Christianity is don't admit your weakness. Let's hide our weakness. You know, when you come to church, put a mask on, no pun intended with the mask, I promise. But you put a mask on, let's hide everything. That's not what God wants. You know what God wants is God wants you to admit, I'm broken. I need healing. I need help. I'm frustrated. God, I don't really like that person. (laughs) You need to help me with that. Yeah, that's the way I talk with God. I just admit, look, I'm weak in this area. But now watch this because Paul focuses on strength. And I think this is where we get stuck because we get stuck because instead of focusing on strength and building our strength, our focus has become, let's improve our weaknesses you know what? Here's something that's really helped me. When I look at Paul's life and what he says, I have started to focus on building my strengths instead of just fixing my weaknesses. Now, I'm not saying again we deny our weaknesses. I'm not saying that you don't need to address your weakness. You know, some of us need healing. I'm not saying that we don't get healing, but what I am saying is that our biggest focus needs to be on building strength opposed to just trying to fix weakness. You know, I love reading business articles, you know, and, um, and just finding out new studies. And there was a study that was done in 2016, and it said this. And it was actually various studies. It wasn't just one, but here's what they concluded. They concluded that when we focus on developing our strengths, we grow faster than when we try to just improve our weaknesses. I want to say that again, I think that's so powerful. when we focus on developing our strengths, we grow faster than when trying to improve our weaknesses. So here's the reality. you know I've read a couple of different articles and they, they tell me as the business owner, as a business owner, they say this, listen, soar with your strengths, delegate your weaknesses now We can work a whole lifetime on trying to fix our weaknesses. And I'm telling you, I believe that that would be the wrong focus. I believe we should start focusing on building strengths. You know, um, I don't (laughs) at all, uh, like in the smallest sense data entry, It, it is my weakness. And sometimes I have to enter stuff and it's just, I'm telling you, it's just my weakness, you know? And so what I realized is that if I'm going to be successful in what God has called me to do and in my life, here's what I got to do. I got to soar with my strengths. I have to delegate my weaknesses. And you know what's funny is what, what is a weakness for me is actually somebody else's strength. We have people in the church that love data entry. I, I mean, it, that's got to be a gift from God, come somebody, because I do not love that. But here's what I've decided to do. I've decided to delegate those weaknesses and focus on my strength. And I believe that there's a principle there, even with whatever you're going with. and start, Instead of trying to just fix your addiction, why don't you get stronger in your spirit? Because when we get stronger in our spirit, guess what? The weaknesses will fade away. Look sore with your strengths. Build strength and delegate your weaknesses to God. The Bible says that we're supposed to cast our cares on Him. Let's Focus on building strength instead of just fixing our weakness. Because here's what can happen, my church family, is that you can spend your life trying to fix your weakness and you will never move forward. Are you getting something today? You know, I would just challenge you to take a pen or even on your phone and start writing down what are some of your strengths? What are some of the things that you love to do? Let's not be consumed with our weaknesses. Let's be consumed with the strength of God, the one that he imparts to us. Come on, he's so good. Come on, to receive strength today. You know, I feel like something's happening. I feel like the Holy Spirit is ministering to you today. Come on, just right there, just lift your hands for just a moment and say, God, I receive your strength. I'm taking responsibility responsibility today for my spirit. I admit I'm weak, but Lord, you are strong. You know, the Bible says, let the weak say I'm strong. So we admit our weaknesses, but look, but we go on starting to focus on strength. Let's build strength into our spirit today. Come on. If you're getting some out of this, you write a, a good applaud emoji in the chat today. Here's number three. If we are going to be stronger spiritually, we have to watch our spiritual diet. You know, everything that is alive has to be fed. You know, right now, a lot of people are still, uh, you know, they're getting their physical diet ready with their food. And, and uh, you know, for their bodies and meal prepping and some actual, you know, diets require you to eat like four or five times a day. Why? To get your metabolism going so, you know, you can lose weight. And feel healthier. But uh, I think it's funny because today, uh, January uh, 17th, is nat- is National Quit Your Resolution Day. Did you know that? That today, they have figured out that on the 17th, 17 days, mostly after people make that initial commitment, most people quit on the 17th. Oh, that's so sad. Now, but let me just tell you, whether if, if you're quitting or somebody's quitting on your meal prep, It doesn't change the fact that what you eat matters and that what you eat, good food, can give you strength, right? It can give you strength. And so whatever you're putting into your body, right, garbage in, garbage out, good food in, good strength out, right? And so I want to encourage you today because... If you don't eat the right foods, you're never going to have the proper strength. And, you know, there's a lot of physical laws that parallel spiritual laws, right? And everything we feed in our life is going to grow. But everything that you starve will die if you don't feed your spirit. Because your spirit needs to feed today as you hear the word of God. Your spirit is getting stronger. Your spirit is grabbing it saying, come on. Now your body may be a little distracted. Your mind is thinking about other things, but your spirit is like, come on, Pastor Phil, preach it. And and so your spirit is getting stronger, right? And so for us to get stronger spiritually, we've got to feed on God's word, because God's word, what Jesus says in his word, his word, the Bible says, all of it is inspired by the Holy Spirit. But his word, right, will feed your spirit. Also, when you feed on God's word, guess what happens? You begin to know God. You know, I love what Daniel eleven thirty two says. It says, they that know their God, watch, will be strong and do exploits. So us not knowing God, you know what, will cause our spirit to be weak. And so we've got to feed on God's word. And here's what I love. When you actually feed on God's word, not only does it make your spirit stronger, but it renews your mind, right? You can kill two birds with one stone. My father who is Hispanic, he, he, he's tried to learn all these little sayings. Like I just did, you know, kill two birds with one stone, but he could never get them right. So he would end up saying, kill two stones with one bird. It didn't make sense. He would say, instead of, you know, I don't want to burst your bubble. He said, I don't want to pop your balloon. But, uh, anyway, I just thought of that. Sorry. I have ADD. Sometimes (laughs) I get distracted, but you know, the reality of it is, is that when we are reading his word, we're feeding our spirit and renewing our mind. Listen, You cannot just live on natural information and be strong. This is why Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, he said, I love how the way the amplifier reads. But he replied, it is written, man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone. Just natural things, natural information. But by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus said this about his words. He says, my words are spirit and life. That's why when you read the Bible, it's alive, but it feeds your spirit. I love the way they amplify reads reads in John chapter 6, verse 63. It says, it is the spirit who gives life and he is the life giver, right? Your spirit is the real you. That's where the source of life is coming from. It says the flesh conveys no benefit whatever, there's no profit from it. The words of truth that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. So when we read God's word, not only is it making our spirit stronger, but the Bible says this, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's why a lot of times when I read the word, I like to say it because when you hear God's word, it produces this spiritual force called faith in you. Now, why is that important? It's important because everything that we receive from God, we receive by faith. Faith is active. It's active receiving. As we're reading God's word today, as we're ministering to you, man, your heart, your spirit should be open. You say, I receive that. Not just sitting there going, no, you know, I don't believe that, but I don't know about that. Well, you know what? You're not going to get stronger that way. But the more you read God's word, the more your capacity to believe and receive from God grows. You know, the Bible says this, that people perish for a lack of knowledge. In other words, not reading God's word, not having the right spiritual diet. You know, they're not going they understand the benefits all of these things that strength comes from god they don't know that us as believers can have authority because they have the wrong spiritual diet we were at starbucks the other day we're just pulling through and my wife pulls out her phone and she says hey uh you know i'll pay and then uh and I looked at her phone and I realized in the top hand, right hand corner of, of her phone on her Starbucks app, she's got these rewards and it's got a little star. My church family, she had like 765 points on her Starbucks app. And I looked at her, I said, do you know that those are points? She said, oh, no, I, I really didn't know what those were. Well, when we pulled up. Man, they scanned her phone and we got the whole meal for free. But, you know, she didn't know that those were benefits of using the apps that Starbucks was going to pay for our meal that day because we had the app. And so many people are perishing with a lack of knowledge because they don't have the right spiritual diet. Some people are on a diet of fear, right? Just like faith comes by hearing. Guess what? Fear comes by hearing. And I want to encourage you this week, like no other, dive into God's word. Listen, if you don't have time to get into God's word on your commute, get a Bible program. A lot of them, you can press play and it'll actually read the word of God to you. So if we're going to get stronger, we've got to watch our spiritual diet. Here's number four. We've got to pray in the spirit. You know, the Bible says in Acts 1.8, It says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And I want to remind you, your spirit is the real you. Your spirit is where God speaks. You know, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 says this. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. I love the way the contemporary English version says it. It says, our inner thoughts are a lamp from the Lord and they search our hearts. I love that. Our inner thoughts are a lamp from the Lord. Now, what do candles and lamps do? They illuminate things. They illuminate in the darkness. So that's why when we read God's word, the Bible says God's word is like a lamp unto our feet. And a light unto our path. There's illumination. But you know one of the promises and benefits of being a child of God is Jesus said, My sheep know my voice. So we can hear the voice of God. And what he's going to do is he'll speak to you through his word. But he also can speak specifically to your spirit. Yeah, he can. I think that's amazing. Now, we here at Passion Life Church, we believe in the baptism of water. Obviously, the Bible says that. But we also believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. What is that? Remember Acts uh, one verse eight says, "You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So the Holy Spirit, when you receive Jesus in your life, he begins an inner work in you, right? We can't even come to God unless He draws us. What an incredible privilege today that to know that God is drawing you to himself. And when you said yes, you did that in faith. You received... Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's good. The Holy Spirit's working. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Let me give you an example. When you get saved, it's like me taking a drink out of this water water bottle. Man, it's great. The water is good. But there's a difference between me taking a drink out of this water and it going inside of me and then me going and jumping into our community pool where I'm just saturated with the Holy Spirit. And so we have to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. How do you do it? You receive it by Faith, You say, God, baptize me in your Holy Spirit. You open up your spirit. You say, God, just baptize me in your Holy Spirit. And then you know what? God will fill your spirit with words. And then you have to open up your mouth. And then you begin to talk. And you begin to pray in the Spirit. Now, why is this important? When we're talking about getting stronger, 1 Corinthians 14, 4 says, He that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. But he that prophesies edifies the church. Now watch this. So when we talk about speaking in an unknown tongue, it's a spiritual language. It's a language that comes from your spirit. Now, there's two aspects to this right here in 1 Corinthians 14, 4. It tells us when we pray in the spirit, we edify ourselves. That word in the Greek is build. You build yourself up just like they built my house, they put the foundation and they built and built. You can build strength by praying in the spirit because your spirit prays. And then he talks about praying or prophesying to the church. So that's public, but you can pray in the spirit in private and build yourself up. Come on. This is a a good amen. Now, when I pray in the spirit, I'm building myself up. But the Bible says you build yourself up on your most holy faith. Jude 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. And so my spirit Will pray because the Holy Spirit can actually even pray through my spirit the exact prayer that needs to be prayed and you know what it's going to sound different and just ask God say fill me with Your Holy Spirit you know Pastor Phil all this speaking in tongues stuff it's just it's just weird I you know can, can I just be honest with you. When I was walking through the airport, when I used to travel a lot, I would look around and I would see, you know, businessmen, businessmen in full suits sitting on the floor of the airport because they had to plug their phone into the outlet. And it was the only outlet they can find. And it looked weird. But you know what? They didn't care that it was weird because when they needed power and they were desperate for power for their phone, they would sit on the floor even if it was in a suit. And can I just be honest with you, when you are desperate for strength, you need Something more than just a mental prayer. You need the strength of the Holy Spirit praying through your spirit. And I want to encourage you, there's going to be times where you're going to need to encourage yourself. The Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. You may not be able to find other people to encourage you. We're going to talk about that. It's important to have other people in our lives, but sometimes they're not around. And what are you going to do? You're going to have to build yourself up by praying in the Holy Spirit. See, that's what mature people do. Mature people feed themselves. The mature people, mature Christians, know how to build themselves up. Come on, are you happy that you're watching today? Are you learning something today? So if we're gonna be stronger, we've gotta learn how to pray in the Spirit. And here's number five and the last one for today. If we're gonna be spiritually stronger, we've gotta start exercising with the strength that we have. You know, we've been talking about diet and exercise, you know, but we can all sit here and go, man, I, you know, Phil, I want to be stronger spiritually. But I am going to tell you one way that you become stronger and you build strength is by applying what you're learning. You have to start with the strength that you have. You know, the Bible says in Mark 16, that signs and wonders will follow those that believe. Are you a believer? Do you believe that God can do miracles? And not that he can just do miracles, but he can do them through you. The Bible says that we will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. What is that doing? That's exercising, right? What the Bible says. That is getting stronger spiritually. Jesus said this. Jesus says that greater things will we do because he goes to the Father. So guess what? you know how you start to become confident in your prayer life you pray you begin to pray you know I've been to life groups and, and uh, different life groups, even though we had here at Passion Life Church, and our goal is to help raise people up. But oftentimes, we'll ask other people to pray. You know, I know how to pray. I've been doing it for a long time. But, you know, we want to have people start to pray. And oftentimes, people say, you know, I, I, just, I just don't pray out loud. I, I just, you know, I'm just nervous. I'm scared. And I know some of those people have been Christians for a long time. Well, you know how you start to begin to pray out loud, out loud over people? You know how you start? You start by praying out loud over people. <laughs> Yes, you may mess up. Yes, you may fail. But you know what? You are exercising in the Spirit. And you know what you will do? You will grow stronger. You will grow stronger. You know, I've learned how to prophesy over people. I've learned how to, when I'm praying, to speak what God's putting on my heart. You know how I learned how to do that? I just started asking people, can I pray for you? And then I would pray for them. And all of a sudden, sometimes... I would see a flash of something. I would see a a, a lady as I'm praying for this young person, and I felt in my spirit that that was their aunt. And here's what I would do, I would just ask them, I would say, how's your aunt? And they would come to me with a prayer request that had nothing to do with their aunt. But you know what? When we started praying and I asked them, hey, I just felt to ask you, how's your aunt? Sometimes they would just start crying and say, my aunt so-and-so, well, you know, she's having a hard time. She's sick. She just got diagnosed with cancer. And you know what? I said, well, I just feel right now that God wants us to pray. You know, and I just began to speak God's word. How did that all start? It all started by me exercising with the strength that I had, knowing how to pray, what I did, and I started. To use what God put in my life. It was very simple. And now when I'm praying, now sometimes I don't even ask. I'll just start praying for that person, or I'll say, Hey, you know, I would just want to pray for your husband. How did you know how to pray for my husband? Well, you know what? I just began doing it. I began exercising. And the more you do it, yeah, sometimes you mess up, but you know what? I'd rather be wrong than complacent. (laughs) I'd rather go for it because you know what? You begin to build strength. And you know what? The enemy will come against you. He'll try to intimidate you, and there will be resistance. But you know what? Resistance can make us stronger. The enemy is defeated. Come on, can I hear a good amen today? But I begin to exercise in the strength. That I had my church family. It's time for you to start exercising what you know. You know, some of you have been Christians for a long time. It's time for you to start to step up and be leaders. It's time for you to stop asking for prayer from others. And you started being that prayer counselor. We'll train you. We'll help you so you can be stronger. And God wants his people to be strong in spirit. Amen. Amen. I want to pray for you today. Father, in the name of Jesus. I am speaking to people, Father, on behalf of your word, Lord. And today, Lord, I pray strength be imparted to your people. Father, I rebuke every sickness and every disease. Father, diabetes, Father, Alzheimer's, Father. I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. I speak to people's backs right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody's having incredible back pain. In the name of Jesus, be healed. I pray that your body will line up with the word of God and that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It will quicken your body right now in the name of Jesus. You know, I just feel like there's a, a, a healing power that, that, that is available right now. And here's what you got to do. You got to receive it. Open up your heart. Say, Lord, I, I give you my heart. Here it is. Do it, God. Do the miracles. Lord, I just pray for everybody right now who's struggling as we talked about weaknesses. Lord, I pray that you fill them with your strength. They are an overcomer, more than a conqueror, but it's through you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we break every addiction. We break addiction to pornography. We break an addiction to pain medication in the name of Jesus, Lord. Do the miracle, Father. In your name, Listen, I want to say one more prayer. Maybe you're watching today and you've never asked Jesus to come inside your heart. You know, you have a spirit, but what Jesus does when he comes inside, he makes it alive unto him. And so today, if you're ready to give your life to Jesus, here's what we do. Let's pray. Pray this with me. Say, Father God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. Come on, repeat this after me. Say, Jesus... Forgive me of my sin. I repent. Come inside my heart and fill me. Make me strong in my spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. I want to be the first to welcome you into the kingdom of God. You know, if you prayed that prayer today, would you do me a favor and just text the word believe to 951-382-5757. We want to know that you prayed that prayer. Wow, what an incredible day. Let's be committed, right? I know it's January 17th and a lot of people are quitting on a lot of things. We're not quitting. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be stronger than every... Struggle. I want to encourage you today to be generous in our giving today. I want to thank all of our titers, people who are giving faithfully. You are really sponsoring this broadcast, and it's touching people's lives. And so I want to thank you. There's some giving options. You know the Bible says, "If we'll give, it shall be given unto us." Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. God never asks us to give what we don't have, but what he does say is that we give a tenth out of what he gives us. Has God blessed you even in this season? Has he been good to you? And so we give out of that, and we're blessed to be a blessing. We are stronger. Come on, say this. Say, I can, I will, and I am stronger in Jesus' name. We love you. God bless you. Have a great Sunday.